Hey guys, welcome to another episode of More Than a Podcast with your host James. As always, here to give you guys more of the greatness. We're going to jump right in. Man, we got an episode for you today. Um, this one is basically going to be uh, talking about something that you guys may be familiar with me speaking um, about on multiple occasions, and it's the Steam Deck. And I basically, like, <clears throat> you know, like, as many times as I have brought it up, as many times as, it, as it's been a, a topic of my discussions, I haven't really had a chance. And most of it was just because I was putting a lot of this experience in practice, you know, because the thing is, the thing is, is like, I don't want to talk about something, you know, uh, whether it's a device or software, or anything of that sort. And I don't want to talk about it with very little experience, you know, with little time behind it. So for me, you know, I've had my uh, Steam Deck for, I want to say, more than a month. And, yeah, I, I I feel like now is a good time for me to talk about uh, the Steam Deck. Because, you know, obviously anything that you invest in, you're going to be like, oh, this is the greatest. You know, because especially if, if you don't feel that way because you don't want anybody feeling like or knowing that you feel like you probably wasted your money but i can say with full confidence i did not waste a penny getting the valve steam deck and i kind of wanted to go over my i just kind of uh put it into a list 10 things that i really 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 like about the steam deck and then five things that i dislike or i feel like they need to kind of work on or improve or uh you know uh put under a microscope and kind of refine and get it get it uh fixed or whatever i don't know but yeah there's a lot there's a lot to love about the steam deck there's a lot of things that people might find questionable about the, about the steam deck um and yeah here here's this is basically going to be my favorite stuff so um you know we, we can agree we can disagree um, I'd love to hear the feedback of people who who have Steam Decks themselves. Uh, maybe there's something that you appreciate about your Steam Deck that I haven't put, um, you know, my awareness on. And I'd love to hear about it. So and we'll talk about how we can connect on that later. So let's just jump right in. Um, let's hit my top 10 things I love about the Steam Deck. So the first thing that I really, really, really appreciate about the Steam Deck, what I love is that it is high performance gaming uh, from a mobile perspective. Um, and when I say, like, when I say high performance gaming, I, I, you know, like, I don't really mean that in the, in the context of like, oh, you know, playing, you know, uh, cyberpunk 2077 on ultra and all settings and this, that, and the third. No, it's just the fact that you get to play cyberpunk 2077 while you're on the go, you know, um, which being on the go is one of those kind of trivial um experiences because you know it it really kind of boils down to like well when is when is the steam deck most <clears throat> most applicable to your definition of being mobile because like me i drive to work at, you know every single day i drive to work so you know there's no oh i was sitting on the bus and you know i was on the bus for an hour or there's no um you know, I caught an Uber and, and I was going to my cousin's house and he lives an hour and a half away. Like there's none of that, you know, like so for me, I think the convenience of it being mobile comes in the 
it, it's kind of like those nuances. It's just like, oh, I was, uh, you know, like I do a lot of city stuff where I got to go and probably have like a wait. Maybe I'll have a 15, 20 minute wait. So I bust out the Steam Deck and I will play some Tetris effects or I'll play uh, a little bit of Outer Worlds or, you know, just kind of run through something where I can just give a nugget get a nugget of progress and just kind of keep myself moving um but for others it could be different you know like there there might be people who you know uh walk to school or walking on campus from class to class you know there's there's so many different ways that this could be mobile but the thing that makes it so amazing in my eyes is again it, it's it's what you're playing in that capacity because yeah Everybody could have a, a Nintendo Switch. I think most people do uh, have a Nintendo Switch uh, that consider themselves gamers. And that's all fine and dandy. But, you know, there's there's just there's a little something different about playing uh, control on the Nintendo Switch versus playing control on the Steam Deck. Um, whereas I, 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 I personally because I've done both and I just personally feel like it's a more robust experience when you're doing it on the Steam Deck. It's just, it's kind of amazing. You know, like I I, I kind of um, made it my point when I first got my Steam Deck. I, You know, the, the thought was like, okay, I'm going to get the Steam Deck and the first game I'm going to buy is going to be Elden Ring because, you know, who's who who has ever played a, a, a Souls-like game, you know, while being on the go? Nobody. <laughs> and to, to be quite honest, it's not that great, you know, like that particular game because... Because one thing that I will translate is that, you know, regardless of, of what type of gamer you are, there are just certain games where you just really have to be in a particular um, uh, setting and vibe. Like, I couldn't imagine playing Call of Duty or Apex or even Elden Ring, you know, in a mobile setting scenario and taking it 110% seriously. Like if I'm doing it, if I'm playing one of those games and I'm trying to be mobile, then I'm nine times out of 10, I'm not very serious about the effort I'm putting into it. It's probably because I'm just trying to flash and show and just, you know, uh, I, you know, just give people this, this impression that this is so cool, but which is something I don't do. I'm just kind of painting a scenario, but, um, you know, games like that, you got to be hunkered down. You got to be like, you got to, really kind of uh, be planted in the moment so that you can make sure that you're able to like really focus, especially a game like, uh, you know, Elden Ring, where just like one slight miscalculation can just end your whole run and you lose all your, you know, progress and it, it could it could be a beast. But that said, when you got your quick uh, games, games that you, like I said, play in like little spurts, um, it's a joy. It's absolutely wonderful. It feels great. I love when I get off of work and I go get me a coffee and I sit down for a bit. I bust out the Steam Deck. I enjoy my coffee and I will play for as long as my coffee lasts and then I'm on my way. And that is just perfect. I don't have to rush to my coffee to get home to play games. I don't have to uh, take my coffee home because I don't want it to get cold before I anticipate that I am going to play games like nah, it, it, it can it, it kind of elevates your time and chances to engage in the hobby of, of video games. It's 
quite cool. I I, I think it's amazing. Um, number two point of why I love the Steam Deck, it's an emulation beast. This thing has probably impressed me more so on the side of emulators than it has on the robust nature of uh of the steam library i i have you know been in the emulation space for an eternity i've been you know playing all kinds of stuff for years and years and years and you know it's always cool to you know have your favorite emulator on you know your uh your pc of choice your laptop of choice whatever you're doing you know and it's you know we've advanced ourselves so far where you know people have been able to uh you know flash um you know different systems and whatnot and turn those into you know devices that can that can you know uh emulate uh particular systems or or libraries of games and it's is really really cool but with the steam deck what i really really love is just how i can just kind of have everything in just one concentrated place and just access it all and and i just love that and and it's not to say that i couldn't do that before but it but it means a lot more when you apply it to the first point, which is mobile, like, okay, like I'm, I'm playing my favorite NES games. I'm playing my favorite SNES games, playing my favorite, you know, um, just games from any console that, you know, I find worthy to, you know, to have in my library. And it's all just on the move. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've pulled up to work, you know, maybe a little bit earlier than I need to be there. And I will just boot up, you know, the emulator, play some classic Tetris, you know, try to get through the first level of Contra, you know, uh, you know, just just doing playing a lot of those nostalgic games. And again, just having them all in a collective space. It's like I, I can't get enough of that. And, and I've only I, ha I haven't even I haven't even like chipped the tip of the iceberg because you know like there are there's potential for so many different emulators and it's it's crazy because like I used to be very technical and I lost that technical sense some years ago and I and I feel so bad about it because man it's like if I had the patience to get some of those other emulators working this this thing would probably go down as one of the best systems that has ever been created like I honestly am saying that I think that the Steam Deck is like, like it's one of the best. I, I I've I've never seen anything like it. I've never experienced anything like it, and it's not hype. I mean, this is my experience. Like I, I every time I every time I walk away from it, I'm just like I love this thing. This thing is great. This thing is amazing. What else can I do? Like that's always the second question. What else can I do with this thing? And I'm just dying to find out. Um, number three. Uh, the customization for player preference, uh, is, is in effect. And, you know, everybody has a particular way that they like to experience their games. Um, you know, some people are more in line with 
the uh, fidelity and the way that the game is looking. Some are really just worried about the performance and that it's, you know, uh, holding up to a particular frame rate. Some just want to be in the middle of the road. Some don't care. <laughs> you line me up with it. I don't care. But Valve has done a really good job with allowing you know owners of the steam deck to have that accessibility so to the very nucleus of what a game needs in order to run uh it, you know speaking back about the uh, traditional pc games it's like you can tweak and move and modify anything that you need to do in order to get it to perform to your liking and there's no limitation to how much of that you can do there's no level of access that you are that you are not granted like they they give you access to everything you know they have a developer mode that you can open up and 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 get access to even more um <clears throat> details and, and and modifications and it's actually just pretty cool i don't i don't mess around with any of that stuff but where I find it potentially helpful for me is like, you know, if let's, you know, well, here, here's a perfect example. So I recently uh, purchased Control and out the, you know, I, I say out the box, quote unquote, but first time playing, it didn't play the best. A little bit choppy, frames were down, you know, I was like, okay, what's going on? I don't know what's going on. So instead of just writing the game off and just thinking like, oh, this is unplayable, because here's the, here's the whole thing. That game's verified to be uh, Steam Deck playable. You know, whatever they verify means that out of the box it can play. But for whatever purpose, there's something that I may, may, may have needed to adjust in order to get that optimal performance. And how could I go about that? Getting into the community. And that's that's another beautiful thing. That's another... Uh, lifeline that the Steam Deck has put out because with this new technology and the way that it operates, people can can uh, you know get together and we can talk about you know the different ways that we you know we adjust our settings for the type of performance that we need and we lay it out in in details you know whether they do it through YouTube videos or on Reddit or or wherever uh, people choose to communicate. You know, it's like. That's all you got to do. If, if, if you say, I'm looking to get control to run at at least 30 frames per second, you can just go to somebody's uh, settings page and they'll lay out exactly what you need to adjust and it just works. And I think that I think that's super cool, um, mostly for people who, again, like when when they make the argument that they have a standard that they want to experience something there's really no argument to say that you can't do that on the steam deck because you totally can that, that, that system is completely open to give any person the experience of gaming the way that they want to. And I think that's awesome. Um, number four is that, and this is just a no brainer. You get, you get access to your entire steam library. I think that's the best selling point to the steam deck overall i think the fact that you know you invest in this machine and 
what I like about the Steam Deck is that they're really not in direct competition with any of these other consoles that are out there. You know, the way that these other consoles kind of compete, and I say that very loosely, is, you know, they, they develop these these uh, these generational systems that they sell based on, you know, the the marketing of the technology that they've utilized and the games that they use to showcase said technology. And you don't need to worry about all that with Steam Deck, because here's the thing. Steam Deck essentially is a PC. And nine times out of 10, anything that that comes on uh, or is developed for a console is usually developed, uh, you know, by way of a PC. So it's it's almost like guaranteed that you're going to get a port if not day and date sometime after. So, you know, like, like being on PC, it's like you never really are worried about whether you're going to get to play something because it's almost guaranteed because they, because they develop on these things that, yeah, they're going to just, you're going to have access. You're going to, you're going to be able to play those games. Um, but outside of that, it's like, how long have, Many of us gamers been utilizing things like, you know, Steam and Battle.net and, uh, you know, just all of these different resources to play um, and, and amass libraries of games. It's all there and, and, and it becomes front and center when you have a Steam Deck. So you don't have to go out and get a Steam Deck and then wonder, you know, the thought like I always think, because if I get like a PS5 or a Series X or whatever, my first thought is, man, what what am I going to play that I could only play on this system? Because that's usually the argument. You know, you get the you get the first party game, you know, you get the exclusive game. I'm not really worried about exclusives when it comes to the Steam Deck. I'm just worried about what's fun. You know, a lot of times, I mean, especially in my experience, I've bought several games uh, over the years that have, you know, uh, unfortunately become uh, have have not been playable because my systems were obsolete. And then I never got a chance like Final Fantasy 13. Perfect example. I had a system I thought could play it. I bought the game. I couldn't play it. And I was furious. I was like, oh, my gosh, I just you know, I didn't I didn't feel like I wasted my money. I just told myself, I have to wait until I get a system to play this. And I never, you know, I never went to go try to play it on, you know, uh, PS4 or, or PS3, I think, at the time. I never went to go try to play it on any of those other systems. I had it for PC, and I wanted to play it on PC. And uh, I had a lot of games like that. And, you know, like, I like for me, like, I've never built a rig. I've never had, like... Uh, a uh, big monster gaming PC. I think I've only purchased, I, I've only purchased in my lifetime two laptops with dedicated graphics cards um, that that had the ability to play um, a lot of games. And after, outside of that, everything else I did was on console. But, you know, having, having bought, you know, uh, regular PCs and regular laptops, 
you know, in the interim of, of you know, uh, of technology growing, I've never been able to have anything that could that could even hold the basic standards of games that I had on Steam. And that always sucked. That always sucked. So I had this huge library of games that I could not utilize because computers just suck. They are just bad. Just right off the rip, they're just bad. So, you know, we fast forward to right now and I got this Steam Deck and now I got it with this huge library of games that I couldn't utilize. So it's almost like the Empire Strikes Back. It's like, I got you now. Now I'm going to sit here and I'm going to play all of these games. And I'm and I'm going to play them at an ability, uh, you know, that I possibly couldn't play before. Because I remember when I, uh, when I played through uh, Bioshock Infinite. Probably played it on a system uh, on a on a uh, laptop that wasn't the best. I you know I sacrificed you know a lot of the a lot of the game the the you know the smoothness of a game of the gameplay you know just by not having all the resources to competently play it at you know at the very least at its minimum. And I didn't care. I actually beat the game like that. Um, but now I get to go through it again and have it at an optimal experience. And that is wonderful to me. That is amazing to me. I, you don't know how many times I've, I've, I've had PCs, and this is crazy to me. This is actually crazy. I've had PCs that couldn't even give Knights of the Old Republic the time of day. Like, it crashed on every single PC that I've ever had. And I've, I've never been able to answer that. And I'm like, okay, is there something with the game or what is going on? I get it on the Steam Deck. Works like a charm. Works like a charm just just amazing it's it's so cool and you know like i think i think when get when gabe newell i think the one thing the one mistake he made because he definitely made a mistake because i i remember him saying you know before the launch of the system you know he said uh you know the steam deck will play every game on 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 you know uh on steam i'm like i even when he said it i said there's no possible way there's no possible way now, could your Steam Deck possibly play every game in your library? Maybe. I think for the majority of people who got there, who have who have a Steam Deck and have a have an extensive library, they probably can only they probably aren't able to play maybe five percent of their games. Maybe a little less than that. I've only found a few games that well well here, here's here's the thing because because I'll be I'll be very very honest. I don't know what games I can't play um, because anything that just straight up says unsupported, unless I've read on Reddit that it's a lie, I don't even try it. There's there's I think I think I only tried like one game that said unsupported and that was like bound for bound for flame or bound to flame. I think it's called it's like a it's like a uh, it's like a Dragon Age ripoff. It's actually pretty funny. Um but that game wouldn't play at all. That game crashed right away. Um, yeah, and, and everything else is just like, I, yeah, I just won't even try. There are certain games on there. And that, that's the other thing I feel like, uh, and this is not going into the dislike. It's just kind of a small little uh, insight. But I, I, think, I think Valve needs to find a way to ramp up uh, their compatibility listing for their games because it, it it's 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 not any trouble for me to do it but i feel like the gamers 
shouldn't have to be the ones to verify that particular games can operate. And then when we do make the have the voice to say, hey, these games work and they are flawless on this system, I think that Valve needs to make a bigger effort in putting the microscope on that and saying, okay, well, let's let's hurry up and flip this game to compatible because you got a ton of people saying that it works. And as far as the testing we've done, we haven't seen any problems. Like I like I still I still don't understand how um, Resident Evil 2 remake is still listed as I think it's listed as questionable. Like they, they have a few different they have a few different icons that they put out there. Like they have the green that says like, oh, yeah, it's going to work. Then they got the yellow. that's like, yeah, some things could be a little crazy. Usually it's like usually it's like uh, if you need a typing interface, which there's a virtual keyboard. So that's not even a problem where they'll say like, oh, the text might be too small to read. It's like, well, who's really reading anyway? Like, <laughs> I don't I don't know one person who reads instructions in games. People just play and then they blame themselves halfway in when they don't know how to do a certain something. Anyway, um, yeah, Resident Evil 2 still listed as questionable, and I don't understand why. I mean, the Steam Deck's been out for a hot minute, and, you know, that game plays so good. I haven't had a a hang-up. I haven't had that game dip below 60 frames, and I don't even care about frames. I just did it because I wanted to just know, Um, and it's just it's crazy. It's, It's beyond my understanding why that game runs so well. And and it's even it's even worse to think that they haven't, you know, again, put the attention up to the, to these games to say, OK, let's verify this because it's very evident that it works. Um, but, yeah, to have your entire Steam library, uh, you know, in the palm of your hands, it's it's insane. It's absolutely crazy. Um, another uh, number five. Um, man, let me tell you that now this is, this is something that I absolutely am like in love with and it's the control scheme, uh, or the ergonomics of the actual steam deck from the handles of the control. The control aspect on the steam deck is phenomenal. Um, I've heard people compare it to like pro controller or Xbox controller. I don't really compare to either one. I just think that when you hold the Steam Deck, it is like like the way that the weight is distributed in the device itself, like that takes brain power. That takes massive brain power. It's like you, you pick it up and you feel how light it is because the thing about it is, is that it's deceptively light. When you look at it, you're like, wow, that's a big old machine. And then you pick it up out the case and you're like, this is really light. It's almost it's almost so light that it feels cheap. But when you wrap your hands around the grips of the controllers, the controller side, and you feel the weight of what's in the controller part, it's like, whoa, wow. And I think I've audibly said, wow, a few times gripping those controllers. And it's it's just it's just super cool. I, I, I love the layout. I know some people were kind of complaining about button placement and this, that and the third. And I think I've even said something on on a podcast previous about, uh, you know, certain buttons being too flush and this, that. But you know what? 
like like a lot of other con like a lot of other consoles and their and their uh controllers you know we've done it with uh the wii we've done it with the nintendo 64 we've done it with the uh, gamecube we've done it with all these different controllers that had these 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 uh particular layouts that we needed to just get used to and it's the same thing with this with the steam deck you just got to get used to it um as far as like where the buttons are laid out on on uh the the system i don't i don't think that it's it's bad at all i don't think the placement is bad on any one of the buttons i haven't experienced any kind of sticking on my buttons or anything like that i think it's perfect i absolutely think that it's perfect the uh, the other thing i like number six is how secure the system packs into the included case now you know, when you when, whenever you get any kind of, uh, you know, high quality, you know, expensive uh, tech, you know, there's always I mean, you get it at Best Buy all the time. They always uh, try to get you at the checkout. You want to buy the case and this, that and a third and you want to get protection. And it's like all that's thrown out the window when you're dealing with the Steam Deck because they give you a case no matter what's what. um scheme you get which whichever one you get whether you get the 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 most efficient cost one or the most ex, or the most uh expensive one you're going to get a case now all the cases are exactly the same i have the uh i have the 512 uh gigabyte so the only difference is like i think the color of the inside of the case and the fact that i have a colored icon on the outside of the case i will tell you this though Man, I'm so upset because um, because the de- the the transfer of oil and debris is real. Like you you almost have to make sure to wipe off your steam deck or make sure to wash your hands before you use your steam deck, um, which is kind of funny because like I, you know, like I the way that like I drive all the time and like I'm touching stuff in my office and my whole environment is a big old dust bowl. And, you know, it's not always the the first thought in mind to wash my hands unless I'm getting ready to eat something or I'm using the restroom. Um, But when I grab my steam deck and then I make a point to just kind of play in any instantaneous nature that I feel, you know, I want to get it done. I feel like I'm doing myself a disservice when I have to deal with dirt, debris, oil, and nastiness in my case. I've had it transfer to the inside of my case. I'm probably going to post a picture on Reddit. Um, And I just think it's super foul. I just think that's super, super foul. Um, And I just wish that I had had the mental wherewithal because now I have to live with that. Because there's no, there's, there's no, (coughs) excuse me, there's no way that you can clean out the case. You know, I mean, there's no way. So I got to deal with this fact that I see these big old oil stains um, from my hands in my case. But outside of that, it's like the actual system is protected. And that's super cool. It's like no no company really does that. Valve did that. And I don't have to worry on any level. Now, I have I will say this, though, because it is a chore almost to continue you know putting the putting the system in and out of the system uh, in, in the case and it's like yeah it's a chore um so much in fact that a lot of times i just don't put it in the case 
but then I feel really crappy because I'm like, this could be the point where, you know, somebody trips over the wire or, um, you know, whatever unknown circumstance. And then guess what? My Steam Deck's broken. And, you know, like, I don't want that to have to be the case because the one thing I could tell you is the fact that I had to wait this long to get a Steam Deck, I can't even fathom the wait for you know, a replacement part or them uh, fixing it for me or whatever. So I just kind of keep myself out of the out of the risk and just continue to put it in the case. But it's 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 a really nice case. Um, I'm I'm not going to be the one to test the shock absorption on that case. Um, but I can just tell just from the field from it in my hand. It is just it's very well crafted it feels like it has integrity and it's going to protect it. If I happen to bump into something or drop it from a handful of stuff, I don't know. You know, I feel like I wouldn't be compromised. Um, but it does make it seem like luggage also. Um, you know, like I like I said, I, I, I do a lot of stuff uh, going to different cities and, and uh, uh, getting clearance from city officials and all kinds of capacities. So I'm sitting in lobbies a lot of the time. And yeah, it's almost like I'm just bringing like a small little briefcase uh, into the lobby. And it's just it's a and it's funny because it's like an extra step that I have to take uh, when I get checked in uh, with security. It's like they got to go through the Steam Deck. I actually had a it was actually fun because I actually went uh to a city um i believe it was this past friday no it was thursday and um no actually it was friday and uh it was really funny that the uh there was a uh police cadet that was there and he was uh doing some service at the uh, security counter and uh and he wasn't gonna check inside but i figured you know what Let's let's do your job one better because I would hate for you to talk to your supervisor and they say, "Well, did, well, we saw you didn't check that case, so like, let's just knock it out." Because I don't know if he's watching, but um, I said, "Hey, you want to check inside here?" He said, "Yeah." So open up the case and literally, and he was he's a young man, and I I you know like he he'd be in the know on his off time, and he totally uh he just geeked out, and I just thought it was the funniest thing you know, being on his series nine to five. And he looked and said, is that a steam deck? I said, yeah, dude. He's like, Oh, I really want one. And I just don't know. I said, and I looked at him. I said, you need to get one. You really need to get one. Like it's, it's, it's everything. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool, but yeah, the case is, is, is amazing. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't fathom, uh, just tossing, the system like in a bag or anything like that like i don't think i'll ever get that lazy like i said i get lazy um when it comes to like me being at home and just kind of like tossing it to the side and whatever um but i'll never you know like i'll never just be so lazy where it's just like oh i'm just gonna throw this you know it, you know in my backpack along with all the other things that are just kind of clumping around in there like nah it's never gonna happen um number seven this thing sounds great. This thing sounds amazing. Like what what's so funny about uh handheld devices is that you don't really expect them to sound like much um short of you putting some bluetooth headphones to work with the system, then you know, it kind of accommodates for the lack of natural sound from the actual device, but the Steam Deck sounds 
absolutely amazing with or without Bluetooth headphones. It is kind of scary how good it sounds. So much, in fact, that I was um, playing a game the other day and Mike, I had these two characters that were engaged in dialogue and the AI of the characters as they were uh, following me had them walking in a direction that basically they started on one side of my avatar and then they ended up on the other and the sound pitched and followed all the way to the other speaker and I just thought that I was like yo that's amazing that's absolutely fantastic that is super cool like the technology is real and and they've implemented everything that they could to give you the best quality of how these games sound because that's important with a lot of games that people play you know um, I play a lot of RPGs so a lot of the spoken word and dialogue is insanely important so if I am playing a game and let's say I don't have my headphones then if I just put the volume to a reasonable level I can hear people talking and I can move on through the game and I am not compromised in any way shape or form um it doesn't drown out when you do have it at maximum level um at least I haven't experienced any kind of drowning noises or anything that kind of you know overrides on on itself or or clips on itself or anything like that nah it just it sounds crisp it sounds clear it sounds amazing the only thing that i haven't been able to take advantage of and i know that there's it's i know it's implemented in the system um but i haven't been able to take advantage of the microphone um i think okay so i i've used a microphone one time and that was when i played i think it's called aperture desk job or something it's like the it's basically like the the tech demo to show you how to use the steam deck so I know that I know that it's implemented, but it's not utilized. And, you know, like usually you would say, you know, if you got to if you got to, you know, if you got a system, then there are going to be games that they're going to develop that will take advantage of it. And it's like, nah, because this because that's not the kind of system that this is. They didn't they didn't develop the Steam Deck to have developers accommodate for the technology they put into it. It just happens to be there in case people you know, made games that take advantage of that. Um, there just aren't very many that do. And the other thing is that I don't play a lot of, uh, you know, like um, um, multiplayer games. I don't play a lot of shooters or anything like that. So I haven't been able to test it in the capacity of party chat, um, even friend chat. Like I, I haven't had a chance to like really um, see if it could, if it could work in a level where it's kind of like I'm just having a a typical conversation and how that feedback uh, can be uh, received from one end and uh, uh, delivered from mine. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to testing that. I'm going to probably reach out to some um, to some steam friends on my list and, and talk I'm I was talking with uh one of my buddies on there and I was telling him that I was really interested in playing uh that game uh GTFO um which is kind of funny because his hesitancies were exactly like mine you know we were uh, he was telling me well I'm just like really kind of worried about the whole 
uh, virtual keyboard thing. And I'm, I'm just thinking like, dude, I'm going to dock mine and I'm going to have my actual keyboard hooked up. Cause when it's time for me to type, I'm going to, I'm, I'm not going to compromise the typing and I'm not going to have anybody looking at me telling me I'm slow. So we're going to work at it like that, but I'm still kind of figuring like, how is it going to work from the aspect of the microphone? So we'll see. The one thing that I do wish, um, valve would do is I wish they would work on, possibly implementing um voice to text because i do a lot of that on my cell phone because it's just convenient especially if i'm like driving like i love to like talk out my conversations and just kind of have it articulate and even if i gotta like press a word that didn't come out you know quite like what i said then I'd have that ability to do so because it is a little laborious to just have to type every single thing. I think their keyboards are cool. I think they should probably invest more time in making um, more eccentric and themed keyboards. Um, but overall, I think their keyboard um, technology works. The other thing is, though, is that, excuse me, in some instances, the keyboard does change back to default when you have one that's already uh, locked into a theme. So they probably need to work on that too. But overall, I think uh, the thing sounds great. Um, the other, uh, number eight, is uh, Steam Deck has an easily navigatable user interface. I think their user interface is very simple. Um, it's It's just easy to get to where you gotta go. You know, they have two different buttons. They have one that's utilized for strictly Steam, everything that deals with Steam from the store to your friends list to um, the system options in itself. And then they have the overall options button that uh, more correlates with the um, customization of the unit. Uh, so, you know, you got your Wi-Fi settings, your brightness, your sound, your haptic feedback, things of that sort. Um, and I just think, yeah, just to navigate that stuff, whether you're doing it by a button, whether you're doing it by, um, you know, uh, the uh, a, a Bluetooth controller or you're using the touchscreen. I mean, I've used it. People have said that they would never use a touchscreen on that, and I use it all the time. I will, you know, I'll go to my library, and I have a ton of games, and I'll use my finger to flick it to the side and let the games roll and find the one I want to play. Um, it is not a problem. But if I don't want to do that, I can do that, you know, like I said, by controller, by the, uh, you know, the uh, the unit itself. It's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I like how they have the store laid out because the the UI based on you using it um, from the Steam Steam Deck, it's like it it basically just articulates everything to just give you information based on the experience of the deck. So like when you go into the store, you're not just they 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 still have the store page. You could still go to the basic store page, but just like I would hope, they they navigate you to what works best on the steam deck and everything is just so accessible it's just like they just every you could just point and click everything that you need to it's just so easy to utilize the system so easy to get games started so easy to end games i love the fact that you can um suspend the games um and again all of this is done with the push of just 
simple buttons. They they it doesn't take too long to navigate through their system. I thought it was going to be a challenge. I thought that there was going to be a lot that I needed to learn that I was going to have to, you know, uh, get used to and adjust based on systems that I played in the past. Not at all. It's familiar to the gamer. And they're just slight, you know, they're just slight modifications to how you operate just based on the fact that it's just a new device. And once you get used to that, you're off to the races. Uh, number nine is the fact that this thing has desktop mode. This thing is essentially a PC. And I know you guys have heard that over and over again. But let me tell you, I've actually used it as my uh, daily driver. Um, and it's been awesome. It's been really, really awesome. Uh, I hooked it up to my my hub and got it on my HD uh, monitor at work. And I performed, you know, a 10 hour day on my Steam Deck. And it was, yeah, it was flawless. It was flawless in its execution. Um, the only thing is, is that, you know, when you, when you, when you think about, like, so here's the thing I don't know nothing about Linux. I know nothing about Linux at all. But the desktop mode that they give you to operate, it's so familiar to desktop interfaces that you may have utilized in the past be it if it's uh, uh apple or be it if it's windows it's it's just you it's such an unconscious effort the only time it does become more of an, an elevated experience is when you start doing things like command prompts like they tell you oh you got to type the, um, then i'm like yeah probably not gonna be doing that but just out the box hitting firefox and opening up a browser and getting, you know, getting all your necessaries out. Like I do a lot of my work through um, the Google uh, spreadsheets and stuff like that. You just open that stuff. You sign in. You're good. You're gone. I print stuff from there. It just operates like an everyday computer. And I just think that's I think that's kind of cool. I think it's really cool because, you know, not to you know, like I I don't I'm, I'm not trying to paint up a a negative scenario but just think in the instance that like let's say your actual laptop just gets completely obliterated let's say you drop it in the middle of the street and it just gets completely done in as long as you have you know as long as you have your mouse and if you have the dongle to your mouse and and a, a hub or whatever and you're able to just kind of like well even if it's just bluetooth if it's just let's just say it's bluetooth if you had a bluetooth mouse let's say you were able to salvage a bluetooth keyboard dude you can just put the desktop mode on and you can continue to work or do whatever you got to do from the, from the aspect of operating a, a PC. And it is just great. It's I like, I was floored on how awesome it was. Um, only other, only other knock that I would have against it. And it's not, I don't even really think this is too, I don't really think this is much, much on the, the fact of it, uh, of the, of the operating system itself. But like, you know, like so people compress their files differently. And I don't I really honestly don't even understand why there's so many different compressing formats. But there's been some compressing formats that I've run into that I can't understand. I mean, I'm pretty sure there's a way, but I can't find a way through Linux how to operate them um, so that they, you know, 
do like they would normally if I was on a Windows PC. So it's been a challenge in that respect. But if all you're doing is like the most basic on your thing, I mean, you could you could like queue up Netflix on that thing and just sit there and just watch videos all day. You know, like you could do that. It, it literally runs like like just any kind of PC. It's crazy how 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 uh, simple it is. And all you got to do is just hold the power button, gives you the option, you know, desktop mode, boom, two seconds. And then you like they even have an icon right on the desktop. So it says go back to game mode, click that, boom, back to the Steam Deck UI and you're off to the races. So I think that I think it's pretty cool for them to have that as as a. I, I guess I, I want to say as a side implementation, but I do I do believe that it's a very primary part of the experience of just owning a Steam Deck is having that desktop mode. Um, I think everybody should take advantage of that. Um, and number ten, and this is gonna this is gonna sound a little weird, but just hear me out. I think it's it it, it deserves praise for being as cheap as it is for everything that it offers. So. What I basically mean is this. You you're you're okay, so for what what I for what I paid, right? I'm going to keep myself playing the games I want for you know, pretty much the next I want to say 5 years. 3 5 years. I'll I'll keep myself playing the games that I want to play. Um you know, the technology is, is as forward as it can be. But for what they offer inside the system, it's like, again, there's there's nothing that I've run into where I where I just had a hard stop, you know, and, and, and that and I think that's the, the beauty of 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 uh, the communication between Valve and, and, the you know, the community at large. It's like it's not so much that they that they tell you certain games don't work because look the games that they've told me that that don't work and and i've looked at the excuses on why they don't work is pretty much based on like nuances like like security systems you know like oh they've employed a security system that isn't compatible with the steam deck okay that's something that can be worked out they could figure a way to get that done and we wouldn't have this conversation anymore um but outside of that, it's like there's just so much in the experience of the Steam Deck itself. It's like people people will try to say like, oh, I can go and I can build this for cheaper and get a way better experience. I'm like, yeah, but are you but are you moving around in that experience? Because I don't think you are. I think you're probably going to be set at a desk. You'll probably be able to get a laptop for the same exact price. Actually, no, you won't. You won't. For five, six hundred dollars, you know, you will get a less than capable PC that probably won't be able to play 45, 50 percent of the games that you own. And for that same amount of money, you have a robust system that has amazing sound quality, amazing controls uh, amazing user interface, accessibility to PC options, you know, you got and, and, and it's customizable to the T. All for five, six hundred dollars. You can't beat that with a stick. You can't. And like I said, the only thing that I would find to be 
detrimental is that it's, you know, systems like this are just hard to future proof, you know, but we'll talk more about that. So those are my those, those are my 10 things that I really, really love about the Steam Deck. So with the things that I love, there are some things that I dislike. So we're going to go over five things that I dislike about the Steam Deck. Now, number one, I think in my experience that the display is very, very washed out. I think it's, I don't think it's as good of a display as it could be. It's not an OLED display. Um, it's not very vibrant. Um, it's something that, it's something that if I, if I never, if I never plugged it up to a external monitor, I wouldn't have noticed. But being as how I've, like I said, I've used, utilized this, um, you know, at work, I've even, you know, like I've, I've played it, you know, I've, I've played it, um, on said monitor, played a lot of games and it's just looking so amazing and everything's performing so well. And then the moment I unplug it, man, that screen, like the colors, like the colors go from like 10 to like six. And it's just like, yo, what happened? Like you, you feel like the, you feel like the, the, the game just got sad or something like it, it's such a melancholy view. Um, and I don't know. I don't I don't even know what the excuse is. It's just crazy. So, yeah, the screen being being washed and not not as vibrant is is like a big deal. And I mean, I don't know if they'll come out with like another version where it does have um, better screen technology, because trust me, I would pay the extra money for a more um, vibrant look as far as what's on the display. Um, number two, which I know would be number one for a lot of people, but I think I just wanted to approach it more on my experience. But number two is the battery life. Yeah, I mean, this gets talked about all the time. The battery life is less than desirable. It is absolutely depending on what you play. Um, you know, I've actually found myself uh, decreasing the amount of AAA titles that I play on the system in order to take advantage of the battery because I don't want to run myself ragged every time. Like, I'll tell you right now, and I've said it already on the show, Final Fantasy XV eats that battery alive in like no, like a less than an hour. Less than an hour, it is begging to be plugged in. Um, Outer Worlds does pretty decent uh, on, you know, on the battery. Um, like a dragon does pretty decent, but you, you, you can definitely hear the system when it starts, you know, uh, you know, when it starts chugging and it's really kind of pushing everything it has. And I'm pretty sure, like I said, with the community, there, are, uh, there are things that you can do in order to modify the way that the system is, uh, pushing out, you know, the power, the necessary power. Cause for a lot of instances, it might not need to push out as much as, as it is, you know, in certain games. So with that, yeah, there could be some ways to adjust. But by default, the battery is like horrendous. Um, I don't know if they could have put a bigger battery in it. I know. Now, one of the other things is that um, is, you know, this is just kind of a side note of the battery. It's like I have an external battery. Right. Um, and, yeah, it could go into the megahertz and all this stuff as far as why I'm not getting the response I'm thinking I should, but 
it, it, that thing will eat through the portable battery and won't even charge the Steam Deck. And I just I'm like, OK, that that's a little weird. So it's almost like you have to be near an outlet every single time, which starts to challenge the notion of being mobile, because if I got to worry about being plugged up in less than an hour, then I should have never left the house. You know what I mean? Like, that's kind of how I how I feel as far as the battery. But I, I in my experience, I have learned how to best utilize the battery for my play style. So if I'm out and about and I'm moving and on the go, I will play either less time on AAA titles or I will not play AAA titles at all. I will play more of the indie titles, more things that are less resource heavy. I'll play a lot of emulated games and that can, the battery from that point can last all day, all day. And then I'll just save the AAA stuff for when I'm home or I'm near an outlet. Like if I'm at work and you know, I'm playing it on, on uh, my monitor or something. Those are the only times that I, that I think it would be like wise to, uh, you know, play games like that. But yeah, if you, if you were taking a road trip to Vegas and you didn't have, uh, you know, an ample power supply, then you could for you can put you could forget you know your steam deck in 40 minutes because you're not making it to vegas uh you know on that drive that's just not gonna happen it'll be dead by the time you get there um the other thing i do i dislike number three it doesn't stand out enough i, I and i know that's kind of weird to say because you know for the you know from the aspect of keeping yourself secure you know, you don't want to cause so much attention and stuff, but it's kind of cool to like have somebody look at something, you know, have 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 their eye kind of be drawn to a pop from, you know, what what it is that you have. You know, like you can definitely get that from um, from a Nintendo Switch even today. I mean, you you see those bright colors on those Joy-Cons and it, your, your eyes just immediately go. And next thing you're thinking is, what is that person playing? Um you don't really get that with the Steam Deck, and 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 short of short of two interactions that I've had, I haven't really been asked about the system. I haven't really had anybody. I, I well, I I've been asked about the system twice, and then I had uh, I, I was peeping this uh, delivery guy. He was uh, looking at it as I was waiting for my drink at Starbucks. He was looking at my table. And I could tell he was like staring at my Steam Deck because he, as he was walking, his eyes never left, and it was just kind of like I don't know if he's that intrigued or if he's thinking that that's an easy steal or what the case. But let me get to my table. Um, but yeah, it just doesn't it doesn't pop, you know? Like I just wish that, you know. And even when I carry my case, like it would be really cool if people could see that that symbol and they just know, you know. And and it would be cool if people just kind of. Said, hey, that's a Steam Deck. Pretty cool. Like, you don't get that. Um, you know, like, and I could tell you, honestly, if I didn't open the case when the uh, cadet uh, freaked out, he wouldn't have known. He wouldn't have said anything. He would have just kept moving. It just, it didn't give, you know, like, as big as it is, it just doesn't give people the impression that they need to know what it is. 
And that just kind of, you know, just kind of puts a little downer on it because, you you know, you spend money on on things like that. And you just you you know, when you buy expensive stuff, you want people to know that you got it. You know, you really do. Nobody drives a Ferrari and wants to be low key, uh, you know. So I kind of feel that way about my Steam Deck. It's like I kind of want people to know I got one, but I'm not I'm, I'm not going to go around yelling, hey, the Steam Deck's in the house. So, um, yeah, would have been cool if uh, maybe maybe when I put my um, I'm going to put. My, I'm going to put some D-brand decals on there, um, and I'm going to put in some loud colors. Maybe when I do that, I might find myself uh, more, a little bit more noticed. But until then, while it's all sleek and black, I don't think anybody's going to say anything. Um, number four, uh, number four of the things I dislike is that I have questions on how future-proof it is. Um, you know, I brought up the whole thing about Gabe Newell and his comment on, you know, the Steam Deck being able to play everything uh, on the Steam library and how that was just kind of false. And I just feel like I personally feel like in the next two years, we're going to start seeing the Steam Deck slow down in traction as far as what games um, will be are applicable to the technology what can it play you know i feel like it's i feel like um you know because people because in the next two years developers are going to become more used to the technologies behind systems like ps5 and uh series x and in that you're going to create you know uh you're going to develop games that are basically similar you know in their technology and, and in their creation and if you can't keep up with that technology, because, th- you know, those systems future proof themselves, they future proof themselves. They, they'll last for about 10 years and that'll just that's how the story goes, you know. But I don't feel like that's going to be the same thing for the Steam Deck. I feel like the Steam Deck is going to have shorter intervals of when uh, they announce newer iterations or updates to their system. Which, again, it kind of goes into the fairness of when a person invests. It. It's almost like it's almost how I feel about like the iPhone and stuff, because like people go out, they buy these iPhones and then they announce another iPhone in less than a year. And it's like, you know, you, you kind of feel slighted. I know I would. I don't know how many people feel, but I know I would feel slighted. Like I would just feel like, man. If I'd have just waited six months, then I could have got the top of the line on this. Like I, I, I've, I've been a person to say I wish that they would just slow down in creating things like this and just, you know, same thing with like, uh, with like these sports simulation games. Like, don't continue to give me a game annually. Just, you know, uh, maybe update my rosters every every year for like a small fee. But then when you got that really robust change in the technology do that every like five years or something like don't you don't need to do it every year all i need is a new roster because they because they essentially they're always the same but i just i don't know like i just i just feel like in two years time uh, we're probably going to be talking about steam deck 2 or some massive update that i i think at two years time maybe i'll be ready to pay for another steam deck but I'm not quite sure. And then it's going to be a challenge to understand where's Valve going to want to recoup because they took a hit 
putting this initial system out. And I've seen I've seen different companies do this uh, where they come out of the gate cheap so that they can amass the numbers. And then once they gather the numbers, then they hit you with the uh, incremental increases. And, you know, you're so locked into the fact that this is the new wave and this is where you want to be. You don't notice that the system that, you know, you pay for today is $150 more than the one that was there yesterday. You know, so I'm just I'm a little hesitant. I'm just kind of watching, keeping a close eye on Valve to see exactly what they plan on doing going forward. Um, and number five, and and most importantly, um, it's not openly available to every person that wants one. I I don't want to call it a, a screw up. I don't want to say Valve is is doing it all wrong. I just think that there has to be a better way to really uh you know to get what people want to them you know it, it really pains me like i was a part of that community on reddit where you know we get up and it'll be monday and it's like oh who's gonna get the emails and you know if you got the emails you're screaming about how you got the emails and if you didn't get the emails then it's screw valve and maybe i should just cancel and i mean i've i've been in that conversation i think i should just cancel i don't think i'm gonna get my email uh you know exercising patience is is the best course of action but you can't tell that to a lot of people. And, you know, it's been really detrimental to hear about people, excuse me, who are losing their opportunities based on unforeseen circumstances. It's like, you know, strike while the iron's hot. But if you don't allow me to strike now, then I, I'm ultimately at your whim. And that's where they're putting people. And I've seen stories where people say, you know, man, I had I, I had the money, you know, at this time. But now this happened and I don't. And, yeah, there's the, the thought process of, well, you know, if you bought the Steam Deck, then you still wouldn't have the money now. And this, that and the third. And I, I totally get it. But I just feel like it's within people's rights to say that, hey, when if I want something, I should be able to pay for it. And I was a big champion of like, yo, they should allow people to pay for their steam decks even in increments like if you're if you're going to make people wait then give them the ability to pay in increments cuz by the time their theirs becomes available when it's off of the develop you know off of the you know the the line you can just send it to me because you because my status says paid in full so then i don't have to i don't have to you know compromise my time anymore because guess what i pay for it because the whole thing about three days and oh we're gonna cancel your thing after three days like that's the thing that hurts the most like because again i see people say oh you know um you know i don't get paid till such and such a day and i you know i was very smart i was super smart actually because the one thing that i knew was that i was not going to be a victim of circumstance i was not going to allow that to happen so i took my money and I and I basically put it to the side like normal people should be doing. And I just I just piled on top of it and it just never stopped. And I got to a point where I like by the time they told me that I could buy one, I could have bought three. I could have bought four. You know, like. I was, you know, like I didn't compromise myself. And, and that was the other thing, like 
you know, and and it's 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 a smart thought. You know, like if you, if you have to if you got to sacrifice the 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 finances you need in a lifestyle to buy a game system, something that's more just for your leisure, then you shouldn't be buying video games at all. Like what what I what I what I spent on my Steam Deck, it didn't put me behind in anything. Not a car payment, not insurance, not nothing. You know, like and that's what that's what people should be thinking about. Other thing people always ask is like, oh, is this good for my kid? Nah, not really. Not really. No. No not absolutely not. They built this thing for those who have active Steam libraries that are wanting to take advantage of utilizing said library to its greatest advantage which is just mobile on the go and that's that's where it is so what do you think guys i mean do you did you were you able to grab a steam deck are you interested in getting a steam deck um are you waiting like for one are you in queue or uh did you get your email like what's the deal how do you feel about it if you do have one um, I would really love to know what people appreciate about their Steam Decks. I laid out my list. I would love to hear about your list. You guys can hit me up on Twitter. I'm at more TA podcast. Um, we talk about stuff like this all the freaking time. And yeah, I, I that that's that's just my take on uh, the Valve Steam Deck. And I and, you know, like if I if I had to, you know, like if you know, because people kind of go by the simple semantics and it's just like, oh, well, if you had to do it a one out of 10 or you know, out of stars and stuff like if it was a one out of 10, I give it like, I'd say it's like an eight and a half. It's like an eight and a half. Um, yeah. I mean that, that's it. It's just eight and a half. It's eight and a half. It's like, it's, it's a, it's a cool system. It's a great system. Um, I found, I found how best to use it, to utilize it for my interests. Um, and with that said, it's, it's just, you know, like, it's not for everybody. And that's something that I can totally tell any person who steps up and asks. Like, like I told the cadet he should get one. You know why? Because he was geeked out. It was he was completely geeked. And I said, for as as for as for the reaction that you're giving it right now, you're not asking. You're you're telling me how much you want one. And I'm I'm going to reinforce that because if there's any part of your conscience that says you shouldn't, I'm telling you, you should. <laughs> like I'm I'll be the I'll be the devil's advocate and I'll say you should you know because it's 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 good it's good for people who just are actively already you know doing the steam thing that's what it, we're just gonna call it the steam thing and and it's kind of funny because like I I literally hadn't been invested in steam as far as a community for at least seven years seven years and the Steam Deck has allowed me to reinsert myself into a fantastic community with amazing people. And I've, I have come into some very meaningful friendships, relationships with people on, on there. I mean, I've met, I've met some just really cool people. Like, I mean, I've never been the kind of person to, uh, you know, put so much in the corner of, of interactions that I have. But sometimes when you get people that just like really step up and beyond, it's like, dude, like you're, you're just, you're make you're making this 
you're making this a reason that places like this should exist. Shout out to my guy, Crook. <laughs> we'll just say that. Uh, but that being said, man, that's the podcast. That's the show. I'd love to hear from you guys. Again, I'm on Twitter. More TA podcast. You know, look, even look, even if you guys um, let's see if you guys want to hit me up um, on Steam. I'm trying to see what my Steam uh, my Steam name is going through my stuff right now this is so crazy i should have had this stuff queued up but i don't look just hit me up on twitter we'll we'll get my steam uh name over there and you guys can hit me up and we can play some games if you're on steam and all that jazz let me try to look let me do one more one more look this is crazy like you look and you can't find your stuff and watch me get off of this and then all of a sudden i'll be able to find my my uh friend code you and your friends hold on here we go profile let's see no that's not gonna do it okay anyway you guys already know the deal take care of yourselves and each other i will see you guys next time thank you guys for tuning in we appreciate you bye bye